Welcome to Game On. This is Robert Anfolter, your host, and today we're going to talk about coaching and training. <laughs> coaching has been a word that, for some reason, I just didn't want to accept that I was a coach. I like the idea that I'm a teacher. And I guess part of it is I don't want to take control of somebody else's life. And I kind of look at it as a, as a coach as saying, look, you ought to do it like this. You ought to do it like that. And so I've, I've really been struggling with this concept because I think people ought to be taught certain things and then they ought to kind of get it from the teaching and then go just do it. And I realize sometimes you got to ask the teacher a question. Maybe you don't quite get something. But lately, it just hit me that people need a little bit more than just being taught. Because I also tell you, in fact, if you go to my website, I'll tell you that if you just if you just take the courses, you'll never get anywhere because you got to do more than just learn the material. You got to actually participate. You've got to practice. it. Somebody gave me this idea that I thought was great. It said I can teach you how to do a push up in no time. But until you start doing push ups, you're not going to get any stronger. And that's the way it is. And it doesn't matter whether it's in the mental realm or the physical realm, unless you start actively doing something, it's very challenging to get any better at it. And I've had things just magically materialize in my life. So if you want to say, well, things can just magically happen. I agree with you. That can happen. <laughs> but it's probably going to be better if you spend some time getting prepared. And, and some of that preparation may be just, just being prepared to receive. How can I get inspiration? I think it was, I might be wrong about this, but I think I, I heard that maybe it's Thomas Edison. I can't remember if it was Edison or Benjamin Franklin, but I think maybe it's Thomas Edison that said, you know, about 10% of what he did was inspiration and 90% was perspiration. And B.J. Palmer, the developer of chiropractic, says it should be the other way around. It should be like 90% inspiration and 10% perspiration. Well, are you getting inspired? Or are you getting certain ideas? Or are you, are you letting things come to you and, and changing your minds about things and changing your programming? And can you do that after just doing what I'm talking about in my courses? I'm hoping you can because I'm giving you all the teaching, but you still got to practice. You still got to do You got to do the work. You got to do the mental stuff. You know, you got to take control and prove to yourself that you can take control and realize how much of your life you're not in control of your mind. It just seems like things it just goes and goes and goes. And the next thing you know, like in the last episode, we talked about negative thinking. Next thing you're stuck in some negative thought and then resume. It just goes round, 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 round. Now you suddenly you spent minutes maybe days sometimes in some kind of a mental fog because you're stuck in this negativity. Now, how do you get out of that? Sometimes we just need help recognizing it. I, was, I mentioned, I think I mentioned in the last episode about my friend who was dizzy. And I was just, I chatted with him just a little bit on the phone and tried to give him some ideas. And I mentioned that yesterday. And, and he was saying something about, well, yeah, I hope you don't feel poorly about me because I'm stuck where I'm stuck. And I said, no. In fact, I think it was in a text after our discussion. I said, no. You know, if each of us could do it alone, we wouldn't need each other. 
And the game seems to be set up for us to need each other. And it's kind of cool if you think about it, because if you can give me something and I can give you something, it gets back to that fair exchange, doesn't it? So don't be afraid to ask somebody for help and, and get some help and, and then see what you can do for them at the same time. Sometimes, you know, sometimes just swapping an idea can be more beneficial than paying somebody. If you've got a good idea. I, I remember Napoleon Hill, the author of Think and Grow Rich. I think it's written up in the book, Think and Grow Rich. He went to visit. Uh, he was invited to speak at Palmer College, Palmer, where I went to school, Palmer College Chiropractic. And he went there and B.J. Palmer gave him a tour of the facility and was talking to him. And he said he got so much out of it that he spoke and he, he refused to take his fees. He said he got he'd already been paid more just by being there than he was going to get just from the fee alone. So he refused his fee. Palmer found out that he was refusing his fee and told all the students that, look, he just refused his fee. If you liked his talk and you think it was worthwhile, it'd be nice if you'd sign up for his, I think it was called the Golden Rule magazine or something like that. And he said the subscriptions that he got was more than what his fee would have been. <laughs> so he really wanted to get paid twice, didn't he? He got paid because he learned and growed, grew from the experience. And then he also got actually paid him money from the increase in subscriptions. But it was because two people came together and shared ideas. And they also saw a way to actually make that turn into money. So anyway, I, I'm talking about this, this coaching. And, and what helped me was to reframe that to change the coaching. Because one of the things I realized, somebody else was, was doing something and they're teaching. And... I guess what I was thinking about was teaching in, in chiropractic college. Because part of what we're doing is just teaching, but then we also use it. So it goes beyond just teaching somebody something and giving them ideas and, that, and then testing them on whether or not they know the ideas. Because that's a big part of it. But the other part of it is actually having them work with patients and get trained on how to do what it is that we do. Now, the unfortunate part of it is we're kind of set up to be entrepreneurs. Some of us wind up working for somebody else. And, and anymore, that's kind of the trend in healthcare is for organizations to get bigger and bigger. And then they can do all the administrative details and a lot of things that the doctors aren't trained to do. But in chiropractic, still a lot of us are, are entrepreneurs. And one of the challenges is we don't have the training on the business side of things to be successful. And everybody thinks, well, that's the easy part. Well, that's the easy part. You know, the hard part was, you know, knowing enough to get your license and to, to actually be able to help people. But the easy part is just being in business. But yet it's amazing how many people start and within five years they failed in business. They, they've gone out of business. And so that's why I created the business basics course and the, the business valuation course and the uh, negotiation course and the marketing courses to help people get the basics of, of what it takes to run a business. Oh, and, and also don't forget the uh, how to set and achieve your income goals. I mean, that one's huge. When I thought about that, I thought, gee, I wish I'd had this when I got started. 
And basically what it is is, okay, understanding how much do you need for, to live the way you're living? What would, how would you like to live? And how much would that cost? And then what would it take to get from here to there? And as an entrepreneur, you get to do that. You get to decide how much money you want to make. It's really pretty cool. And then the second part of the book is, you know, what kinds of things do you have to do to get there? And, and part of, by the way, part of a big part of why people fail is they fail to think about taxes. And I cover income tax and, and Social Security and Medicare, actually. And come up with a simple formula for how you can figure out how much all that's going to cost you. Then in the second part of the book, where it's actually how to achieve your income goal is, OK, how, how do I have to make this business? How much how much do I really have to do business wise to achieve my goal? Then I help you break that down and try to decide, OK, well, you know, because you can you can try to be so cheap that you just can't see enough people. Or if you're so expensive, nobody wants to come in. <laughs> it's, it's again, finally finding that balance, isn't it? And it gets back to fair exchange and appreciation. Except when the insurance companies are involved and they kind of disrupt things because they get between the patient and the provider. So even though I had a patient come in one time and, and I, I think they're on Medicare. I'm billing, of course, I'm then a bill of Medicare. And this was back when I first got started. And the patient actually said, bill them as much as you can, doc. You're worth it. Well, the patient wasn't paying it. <laughs> but the point was the patient really appreciated the care, even though they weren't, but they weren't paying for it. It'd be interesting to have somebody actually paying out of pocket when I ultimately wound up going cash. And then I had had that experience where people are paying out of pocket. But what I really want to get back to is this coaching versus training. So when I got this idea of, look, a lot of the chiropractic colleges aren't teaching training. And then I got to look at what they're teaching as far as chiropractic. And what I'm finding is a lot of people don't have the same training I've got. So I'm going kind of back to something I was doing 20 years ago is teaching technique to help people better see patients, to better help patients. Because I've been exposed to some of the greats in the chiropractic profession. So I can give a kind of an overview. Okay, here's what this person thought. Here's, here's what Dr. Palmer thought. Here's what Dr. Gonstead thought. This is what Dr. Blair thought. I learned that from Weldon Muncy. Here's what Dr. Pierce was talking about while he was practicing. Um, I've got a uh, network, spinal analysis, and, and torque release technique. And so... I can kind of give an overview of all those and, and help people go, okay, well, if I'm having trouble with somebody, maybe something, a little different approach would help. But the key to that is I can teach it in a weekend, but I can't train somebody to do it. Unless we spend a little more time actually get each other on a table and start, you know, start working together. And that's kind of fun too. I've done that in some, some of the uh, seminars I've taught. We get it. In fact, the great for a while, I had five different tables in my office in a circle. And then we could see about, you know, have 10 practitioners show up and one get on the table and one be the one be the doc and one be the patient. And we could we could experiment like that and actually do some training. So I've reframed my ideas about coaching into thinking it more training. 
So if you're wondering, well, maybe I need some training in, in chiropractic and technique, or I'd like a little more help with philosophy, or or maybe in the business side, I want I need some help with with marketing, or I need some help with you know figuring out how to structure my business better. Or sometimes what we need help with, we've just got so much business, <laughs> we need to figure out how to systematize it and streamline it. When I took my business from 25 patients a day to 50 patients a day, I had to change procedures. Things just didn't work well anymore. <laughs> so, I and what I find is I'm good at that kind of stuff. I enjoy it and I'm good at that kind of stuff. So if I can help you with that, when you sign up for the courses, um, just go over to my calendar and set up a little time to talk and we'll, we'll chat about a little bit and see if I can help you out. And one of the things that, that's really been fun for me is with my MBA background, I can talk to anybody about any business and pretty soon have a pretty good idea of what's going on. And, uh, and they'll say, yeah, you know, well, does it work? Yeah, that's the way it works. And well, do you try this? And yeah, we tried, you know, and, and pretty soon I got a pretty good idea of some possibilities for maybe some, maybe some things they haven't thought about or, or it, it just gives them kind of a, in IBM, we didn't call it uh, a partnership. Uh, one of my branch managers said our customers really don't want partners. What they want is allies. They don't want a partner in there telling them how to run their business. They want an ally. <laughs> and it kind of gets back, I think, to training and coaching. You know, well, it gets back, I guess, kind of too, as to why I didn't want to be the coach. I didn't want to be somebody telling you what to do. I didn't want to be your partner. I wanted to be your ally. Somebody could say, look, why don't you think like this? Why don't you try this? Does this help? Try this. Try a little different approach. But you still have to do it. You still have to go out and try it. Right? A lot of this I'm not going to do for you. I can't do your push-ups for you. And especially on the on the life skill stuff, where you're trying to develop your life and, and get life training, life coaching. That kind of stuff, you, you can't, I can't delete your mental programs for you. you gotta, <laughs> you've got to say, okay, I'm not going to think about that. I'm going to think about this, right? We just went, went through some of that. So think about what the difference is between, between learning something and training. And when you're being taught something, go, okay, so how can I apply that? And then as you apply it, what was my result? Do I need help in my application? And if you do, well, that's where you need a coach to look at what you're doing and say, okay, well, try changing this a little bit. A great example was a doctor that spoke at the philosophy forum last uh, time I was down there in November. I'm speaking uh, next Monday. But he gave some examples of how to talk with people. And he just made it look so easy. And, you know, if you just got somebody can, that can help you out and make it look easy or maybe help you reframe something in your mind, just like I was resistant to coaching. And once I saw that, look, it's the same as training and I was OK with training. I could see that training was necessary. <laughs> well, if it's really kind of the same thing as coaching, then coaching is also necessary. And, I, and it wasn't so much as I didn't think it was necessary. I didn't think I was the one to do it. But now I've come to this realization that, you know, one of the things most people need is training. People that, that are in management in different levels of different organizations from the 
from a fast food restaurant all the way to, to corporate executives. I mean, everybody has to go through some kind of training. And so many corporations now just don't have training. They're trying to hire somebody that already has the talent and just run with it. And that's one of the th great things at IBM. We had a training program. They had an 18-month training program where I wasn't doing very much for that first year and a half, but I was in the branch helping everybody else, going to classes. I was studying, then I go away to a class, I'd learn something, and then we'd come back and implement it. We'd have weekly training sessions to help us implement. Well, <laughs> as my oldest son Sam said, he's kind of reaching a, the top of uh, his company. And he said, you know, I've been with enough companies. Now I've been with new companies and old companies and the old companies have the training programs because they've been around a while and they know what works in the new companies. They're just trying to hire away people that have already been trained because they haven't been around long enough to really develop the training programs. So if you're struggling in your business and you've got the training, then you've got to impart that into the people below you. And if you don't have anybody below you, then that alone is a change in your thinking. Because we we can't we have more fun doing it together. I've had more fun when I had even a few people working for me that were doing a good job and, and having fun. That was way more fun than trying to do everything by myself. And I'm telling done both. And I wish somebody could have trained me just a little bit better. I, I had a couple of different coaches and they both helped, but they could have done a lot better job if they really looked at you know, what was going on with me and helped me see what I was doing wrong and corrected my thinking so that I could have been of more service. All right. I'm going to stop right there. I want you to think about how things are going for you do you need some teaching if you if there's some topics that i was talking about i've got it at affalteracademy.com you can sign up for free and, and actually take the education and if you can take the education and change your life fully for you <laughs> if you need a little bit more help i think it's all there i tried to make it something so like i said i didn't want to be a coach so i was trying to not be a coach and make it all inclusive and I think if you just take it, you'll go, wow, that just makes sense. I wish I'd thought about like this before. That's the goal. But if you're having, you know, some challenges or you got some questions or something, get on my calendar and we'll spend a little bit of time talking about it and see if we can help you out. All right. Robert Affolder signing off, hoping you're having a wonderful life. And remember, keep on with Game On. Thanks for watching.